0: I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank & Trust for
1: making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two.
0: Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm your host, Patty Teal. Here as usual with Deputy District Attorney Vicky Johnson, who always shares great information and warnings with
1: us. What have you got for us today, Vicky? Hi, Patty. Well, I just read a very interesting article about a famous scam fighter, of course, in ARP, which has many interesting articles. Now, you might not be familiar with that term, but there are people in the world of tech who have taken it upon themselves to infiltrate scammers' online operations and shut them down or at least cause some havoc. Now, some of these scam fighters do it for fun, but others do it because they really do want to help potential victims by disrupting the scammers' systems.
0: That's great. They sound like heroes or maybe even vigilantes.
1: Probably both. And there's one in particular who has become quite famous. He is known for his glitter bombs, funny term. And you can see some of his exploits in real time on YouTube if you Google Mark Rober, R-O-B-E-R, or just glitter bombs. Oh, good for him. And what do you know about this guy, Vicki? Well, I've heard about him for some time and I've seen several of his videos. They're quite interesting. And entertaining. But I recently read the interview, as I said, that was printed in ARP. He is a former NASA engineer, so a very bright guy, who started doing some very ingenious and sometimes crazy science videos, like experimenting with jumping in a pool full of jello, some silly stuff.
0: And why did he decide to take it a different direction and become a scam buster?
1: Well, apparently, some crook made the big mistake of stealing an Amazon package from his front porch. He was incensed, and he realized that if somebody had done it to him, there was potentially a lot of other victims out there. So he decided, first of all, to set out to stop porch pirates. He rigged a package with a hidden camera that he could monitor and a bomb filled with glitter, all of this inside the package, which exploded when you opened it. So he lifted on a porch and waited for the crooks to pounce. Oh, boy. And what happened? Well, he alerted the police that the crooks might make an appearance, which they did. They arrived. They grabbed the package. They took it to another location to open it, and it exploded. And, of course, the thieves were covered with glitter, so they were very easily identified by the police. And This is all captured on a YouTube video.
0: Wow. And how did he go from catching the porch thieves to going after internet crooks?
1: Well, he was working on a project at home and he was being constantly interrupted by these scam calls. So once again, he became annoyed, which apparently you don't want to do with this guy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But he also became aware of the many vulnerable victims that were being targeted by these scammers. So then what did he decide to do? Well, he decided rather than going after porch pirates, he was going to take on illicit call centers in India that often target older Americans. Now, that's an ambitious goal. What was his plan? Well, he worked on this project for 18 months and he partnered with other fraud vigilantes, including one from Northern Ireland. He designed some very intricate machines that, when triggered, would expel some very scary stuff into the room. What kind of scary stuff? Well, first of all, he found agents who were willing to infiltrate these sites usually as scam callers, so they would sign up to go to these various sites as scam callers, and then they would find ways to bring these devices into the call centers where they could be triggered. The call centers would be overrun with rats, cockroaches, a noxious smelling spray, and of course, glitter bombs. So that caused, as you can imagine, a lot of chaos and at least temporarily shut down these centers. And since there was a camera embedded in the machine, it was all filmed. And once again, you can see it online. Wow. So did this have any more permanent effect? Well, yes. The group who created the disruption shared their work with Indian officials, and that resulted in several arrests from these call centers.
0: Now, these call centers are owned by criminals. Was there some risk involved
1: for the agents going in to plant
0: these machines?
1: Well, when the Glitter Bomber started to really understand the size and the scope of these operations, he quickly realized that he had put these agents at risk. He found out that the owners make about $20 million per year, and they don't want their operations interrupted. They would probably not hesitate to rough somebody up if they caught these agents doing what they were doing.
0: Right. They're really serious criminals. Did he learn anything else about these organizations that surprised him?
1: Yes, he did. He described them as being a lot more organized than he expected. He talked about the money mules in the United States and how well that whole operation was structured. And he found that these criminal outfits had very good technology, good training, and they operated similar to big companies in the U.S. like Microsoft.
0: And is it true that they target older Americans
1: Yes, he discovered that one of their tactics was to overwhelm and pressure people, and especially when it comes to technology. And he realized that since, on average, older Americans are less technologically savvy because they didn't grow up with the technology, they can be more easily overwhelmed. Like when somebody gets on the phone claiming to be from Apple Tech and telling them something is wrong with their computer, they tend to believe it. Now, does the glitter bomber intend to continue his crusade against call centers? He did, he's a pretty determined guy, although he knows now he's going to have to be a lot more stealthy since the owners of these centers know that he's out there trying to trick them. He does admit, however, that the best way to foil these scammers is to educate their potential victims so that people will no longer fall victim to these scams, which is again, what we are trying to do with Scam Squad. And Patty, he did say something else interesting. It is his belief that anyone can get scammed. And we've said this before and we've heard this before. Scammers simply get people on the wrong day and at the wrong time.
0: Boy, that's one thing that we've certainly learned, and I know people sometimes feel embarrassed and ashamed, but as you always say, there's a scam for anybody. I mean, any of us could fall, depending on the circumstance.
1: That's right, and it's interesting, Patty, because I got a phone call the other day from a woman. She was a senior. I wouldn't say she was elderly, but she was a senior, probably in her mid to late 70s, and she was obviously very bright. She had a quite a good job. But she fell for the tech support scam because she got a phone call from somebody telling her that they were from Apple Tech. Then a very interesting thing happened. They told her there was a problem, of course, with her bank account and that she needed to get the money out of her bank account. And she said, well, I'm going to call my bank and ask them about it. And they said, oh, well, we can connect you to your bank. mm -hmm. And they connected her to somebody they believed was her bank. But she said, you know, they said they were from Apple tech support, and I believe them. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, we've tempting.
0: heard that story before. And oh. as you said, it's tempting because nobody wants to be put on hold. And this person supposedly has the inside track to either the banker or the company. Right. So sometimes people think that they're helping them.
1: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. older Americans may be more vulnerable to tech scams.
0: Right. Well, Vicki, I think that the glitter bomber was really good news. (laughs) I love to hear about that. Yeah. In fact, maybe I'll find one of his videos and post it since we talked about it on our YouTube channel, which we always invite people to go to as well. It's just called Scam Squad, or also we have the podcast
1: that people can find.
0: What is your hotline number? It's area
1: code 805 568 2442. And again, I'll repeat. 805-568-2442 and I certainly welcome everybody's call.
0: And we always appreciate when people share their stories on Scam Squad, whether you have been victimized or somebody just tried and you recognize it. And do you have any other good news besides the Glitter Bomber today? Well, I
1: just thought that was such good news. I would leave it is it good go. news. It's, it's I, good to know there are scam fighters out there who have dedicated themselves to get these people and shut down their operations.
0: I absolutely love it. Thank you. It was great news, Vicki. So look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Patty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.